Hello and welcome to Nana 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who hate Batman after dark. Uh, I'm Danny. And I'm Alon. And Chelsea's not here today. Chelsea's hurt her back very badly. We're going to call into her later. She's going to be like a call-in guest. But that's fine because we've got Alon Elion on the podcast today. All right. A very special uh, podcast guest. Very good, happy to be here. Good friend. Very funny comedian. Uh, how you, what, Alon, what did we watch today? I did not write down the name of this movie. What, what is this movie called? I don't, I, I can see if I can find the exact name as well, but the basic gist is it is an Italian Batman porn, porn. Bat, Batman, not Bat, Bath, Batman Dal Pianeta Eros. From 1977. 1982. Oh, it was an 80s movie. 80s movie. We skipped ahead. We were supposed to do Legends of the Superheroes this week. That That was okay. Yeah, that movie falls into this weird middle ground where it's not so obscure that the copyright has lapsed and you can just post it on YouTube, but it's not so popular anyone is really torrenting it. So it's really the only way i've been able to find it is i i found it there's they're selling it on amazon so i have to buy like a physical copy sure and we're gonna watch that later i'm gonna get it is and, it uh, prime eligible it's not <laughs> it's not there's no way to stream this anywhere i searched so hard but chelsea and i are going to do that after christmas we'll go back we'll finish up the 70s there's only two batman movies in the whole 80s and one of them is a porno. Yeah, this was a little hard to find, right? You, yeah. You were saying. It was not easy to find. And, and then you eventually found it on an actual porn website. I mean, yes. this was like... It was on X Hamster. Yeah, this was a full-on porno. Yeah, oh, 100%. This is not, this is not tongue-in-cheek. This is primarily porn. It's yeah. porn with a little bit of Batman mixed in there. But this is the first that we're going to cover... Four pornos on this podcast, and this is the first. This is the first. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy you could you could be here to be our, our porno guest. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, if anyone's listening, if if my mom is listening, there's probably going to be a lot of sex talk. Yeah. So uh, be be warned of that. Trigger warning right now. There's going to be a lot of dirty stuff coming up. But it was all consensual. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> I think that's that's decidedly not the case. Well, at the very least, um, the actors consented to... Pro- probably. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we were, can't really be sure. Yeah. Uh, Alon, how are you doing? What have you been up to? Well, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I guess this is a busy, busy time of year at work. Uh-huh. What do you do? I, I feel like there's this... The thing with comedians where I feel like I know everybody so well because I've seen them on stage so many times and well, I realize I don't I, I don't know the no most basic information about it. I don't know what you do, man. Yeah. I don't know what you do. Uh, it's very boring. It's not. Yeah, I, uh, no, I, I work at a shaving company. I won't, I guess I won't say that. You can say it. Yeah, whatever. Whatever you feel comfortable with. Um, but that, you know, I, I do that and um, obviously I have the... So wait, so you're shaving people? What is this, what is this company? Basically, people who do shave okay. call in, uh-huh. and they say things like, 
I need more of what I have. <laughs> so you sell razors? So we, yeah, so okay. we sell blades. Okay. Because blades are expensive. You know, you go to the... Sure. You go to the store and it's like it's fucking really expensive for blades. So I guess we I guess we do a better job of, of making that accessible to people at a reasonable price. Gotcha. So that's cool. And then when I'm not doing that, I guess I do the comedy thing and I do the music thing. Yeah, I love the very weddings and that's cool. Very talented artist, comedian, musician, sketch performer, writer. Do you do improv? You don't do improv. You know, I did improv when I was younger. I did it in high school a lot. Um but I haven't really done it since. Okay. It was kind of big in my high school, but since then, not really. Cool. Where, where'd you go to? You went to high school in New Jersey? No, Long Island. Well, same thing. Long Island. Okay, yeah. New Jersey Part 2. Or yeah. is New Jersey Long Island Part 2? I don't know. Long Island's like the New Jersey of New York. Yeah. <laughs> well, really, New Jersey's the New Jersey of New York. That's true. That's true. So, any, anyone uh, in your life? Anyone romantically? Anything going on there? No, I can't say so. You know, <clears throat> I have been going on a lot of dates. I think that I might delete. I only have one app. It's OkCupid. I think I might delete it. And that, that's what I do. I go on dates for a few months. And then I go, oh, yeah, this is <laughs> truly excruciating. And I don't like this. It's awful. Um, and I met this great girl like a month ago. And it was, it was we had a, this amazing night together. But I guess... Uh, I don't think I'll see her again. I guess it didn't Why not? work out. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, oh, so this wasn't your decision not to? I suppose not. Um, but it was weird because we were just making each other laugh all night, and she was super down to earth, and we just like got each other, and we spent the night. The mistake may have been spending the night because I feel like if a date is going really, really well, maybe ended on a high note because mm. we were just like making out at a bar and stuff, and then we got really drunk and we went back to my house. That probably wasn't a good idea. It got really weird in the morning. Mm. And um, she just got out of a relationship, I think. She, she was dating this guy for like three years. So, you know, maybe she freaked out or something. But honestly, at the end of the day, if you really, really, really like somebody, then that stuff doesn't matter. So maybe uh, maybe I just didn't do it for her. But that's okay. They're, you know, I'll meet somebody else. But, you know, sure. I was going to kind of drag it. She was great. Um but yeah, I think that I might I might just take another uh, hiatus for a while. Sure. Yeah. That's sometimes that's the, the way to go. I you like got a new you got a new girl, right? I do. That's I do. pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started um, I think to the twenty first will be like our two month anniversary. Oh, it's so adorable. Yeah. We, she is great. She she's is great. great. You you yeah. met her, you're like the first person to meet her. Is that right? Mama, I think she came to the mic. She came to a mic, but that very was very brief. briefly. Yeah, la- the other nobody night, really hung out for spoke a while. to her. She yeah. wouldn't make eye contact with anyone. Right, right. <laughs> you're like the first person to have like a conversation with her. You met yeah, her at man. a party. We had a party the other night. I'm glad you met someone so sweet and down to earth. I hope I meet somebody like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, she's I don't great. Why it's so hard, you know? To well, maybe it's because we're outliers ourselves. Yeah, like we're not like everybody else. Yeah, we're Everyone's extremely tall. Right, <laughs> and everyone's like both over eight feet tall. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, we're, you know, we're kind of weird and you, it takes, you have to like get to know us a little bit in order to... And you, you, know, you think you're kind of picky, there's like a lot of things that will... I am, I totally am, uh, you know, so maybe it's just like because we're not everyone else, we have to meet someone that's not like everybody else and, and that's harder to find, you know? 
If there's any listeners out there who want a date alon, call one eight hundred date alon. No, write, write us into the <laughs> email us on the Facebook group if you want date alon. Right. Very handsome man. Oh. Very handsome, talented man. Very funny guy. Yeah, fuck the whole Batman thing. Let's just try and get me a date. <laughs> Let's just make hour. that the whole podcast today. Right. Uh, honestly, it would be, it'd be probably better than talking about this movie. Honestly, I, I cannot, hated this movie. I can't wait to talk about this movie because I have a lot to say. Before we, uh, before we call, or before we talk about this movie, I'm going to give Chelsea yeah, a call real quick. Let's check in with Chelsea. Let's see why she's not here today. Is she on painkillers. I don't know what's She heard her back pretty bad, huh? She heard her back, yeah. All right, it's ringing. Regular time on the iPhone 8. I gave her a warning we were calling her. It's okay. This is the most suspenseful part of the podcast. Yeah, that's just a phone. If she doesn't pick up, I swear to God. You have reached the voicemail box. <laughs> All right, let's, let's Should I leave the message? Hey, Chelsea, this is Alon, Danny, and everybody at home. Chelsea! Which is between 100 and 200,000 people, depending on how well this particular episode does, which I already think it's pretty promising. So we would just love it if you could um, join us. And I've never met you, but I really miss you. So, was that creepy? Is that a creepy thing to say? Maybe this is why I'm alone. I think that's fine. I'm, this is intense. I'm an intense guy. Let's see how long her voicemail lasts. Let's see if we can do the whole podcast on her voicemail. Now, that would be something. I'm just going to leave it on until it Just stops. put it down on the table. Yeah. That's right. fine. And put it on here. Should we dive right in? Let's dive right in. This movie, 1982, uh, this, this movie, and uh, I've got the IMDb page here. There's nobody really that well-known from this movie. The star was Mark Shannon, who's an Italian guy who seems to mostly have been in porn. Love That's and, not surprising, but he has an American name. I mean, do, do we know what else he's done, or if he's... Le Porno Investigatarsi, Valentina, The Girl in Heat, La Barda Volgosi. These names are all Italian. Porno Video, <laughs> Dangerous Love, Porno Holocaust. Hard Sensation, Super Climax, Orgasmo Nero. I think it's... it's and these all, were all from 1982. Pretty much, these yeah. It's like 1980 to 1981. Or 1983. Wow. I have to say, this man... Um, before I say anything else about this movie, this man was not a good Batman. No. He, <laughs> no. He was incompetent, Yeah. constantly befuddled, he wasn't confident. He didn't have any confidence in himself. Yeah. He was... Costume was not good. The costume was terrible. Uh, he was constantly getting uh, bested by everyone around him. And this is my biggest question after, you know, watching this movie. Um, and this was the thing that was the most unclear because it, in, in case we haven't, you know, this isn't clear. This whole thing was in Italian. Yes. We did not understand no subtitles, a single word no dubbing. anybody was saying for an hour and 30 minutes. That's right. Um, and and my biggest question is, did this man get his heart broken? Did Batman get his heart broken? <laughs> he I think have. that he did. He may have. 
I, I think it's also worth pointing out, <clears throat> this is a porno with, I, I, w- I wish Chelsea was here to, to, to talk about this, but I would say this is the least sexy Batman we've seen so far in all the episodes we've covered. This is not a good looking man. No. I didn't think that he was particularly ugly, but he goes against every prototypical Batman I've ever I feel like he's seen. He doesn't have to be ugly, but he was not dressed well, he was not groomed that great. I feel like he if he was cleaned up, he could be like an average looking guy. Sure, we also we also saw him in moments that you would never really see Batman in. Like there was a moment where he was in his undergarments, but he was still wearing the bat gloves, the bat boots, and the bat mask. Right. With a wife beater and like White, white boxers. White boxers, like, pulled up to his nipples. Yeah, and it was very it was very odd. I think... Did you get the sense they were trying to make him unsexy? Like, this was almost like a cuckold kind of thing where he was, like, being humiliated. That's true. I noticed that he was literally, in every single sex scene, he was the submissive person. It certainly seemed that way, yeah. Again, a it's A lot it's of hard. men were submissive in this movie. There's also the... I don't know if it was Commissioner Gordon or the President of the United States. Again, I didn't understand a word yeah. they were saying. <laughs> Um, it was a lot of guesswork. Yeah, a man at a desk with the American flag behind him, and there's this one. You have reached where... the maximum time permitted to record. <laughs> to send your Four message, press one at any time. Forty-five seconds. That so feels this good. Message yeah. sent. That was a good use of what time. What if we just played it back on the podcast and everyone had to listen? <laughs> um, I'm going to leave anyway, the phone on just in case Josie wants to call me back. This super weird moment where they bent these two women come in. And by the way, yeah. everyone else in this movie besides Batman um, and and the main villain, which was this like uh, this silver alien tinfoil looking guy, which I, I can't wait to speak more about, yeah, was a weird person in a, in a like a leopard costume that had nothing to do with Catwoman. They kind of looked like they were in the Warriors. But before we get into that, I want to talk about this intro music. That's I, I think I was, we we can't yes. not. Play this music. Do you have it? I do. I have I was about to say, the score is amazing, and this is the best part of the movie. It's so good. It may be the least sexy music I've ever heard. Yeah, but it was still amazing. Can you imagine just fucking to this? This I'm going to play right now. You should, you, and you should describe what's going on while this music is playing. Batman is riding down a, a hill on a bike. Oh, did Chelsea... Oh, Chelsea's calling. Should we pick up? Yes. Chelsea! Chelsea? Hi. Hey, can you hear us? Yeah, I can you hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Sorry. Your call never came through. I just got a notification and I had a voicemail. Oh, yeah. And I was confused. But then I didn't listen to it because it's a voicemail. Yeah, we just kept it on while we did the podcast. So it's like a five-minute voicemail. That's fair. Yeah. How you doing? Why aren't you here today, Chelsea? What's going on? Um, because well, I'm going to start yesterday. I had a really nice day. I was going to go meet my boyfriend at work. We're going to go to this fire concert, which sounds flame, but I was really excited. So I got dressed and I got lunch and I went there. And I, somewhere between getting in the building and taking off my backpack or my coat, I somehow threw out my back. Oh. And. I am currently an invalid at home. Uh huh. Yeah. Need, we need to send somebody to, to follow Chelsea and like take pictures and like confirm because I feel like she might be faking this. Are you any? Are you on any medication? No, just taking a leave. 
and uh, uh-huh. liberally uh-huh. applying IPI. Um, yeah. Also, the only frozen food I have is a bag of turkey meatballs, so I've been using those as an ice bag. <laughs> Uh, we, you messed up. Uh, Alon is the, uh, you got to be the first friend to meet Wednesday. Oh, man. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, the girlfriend. I'm so mad. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I couldn't, I couldn't get there if I wanted to. Yeah. I literally couldn't. That's okay. Well, feel better. Getting Chelsea. me home yesterday was what? a fucking nightmare. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, my Ubers and Lyfts kept canceling because nobody wanted to come uptown. And then I had to take the train. And I have you seen that um, video going around with a weird plague doctor on the train? No. What what is this? Oh, it's a, a video on the. I think it's called. Oh fuck! It's like an Instagram site, a profile for like weird fucking things that happen on the subways. I'll tag you in it. You guys can look at it because um, it'll fucking. Uh, change your life but that's basically how i've been walking like uh bend over like a scary witch in a cartoon (laughs) (laughs) all right well feel better chelsea we're gonna give you a call at the end of the the show talk about where this batman belongs on a big list of batman batman well i already know where i'm gonna put him but right at the top let everyone wait yep you know it all right i'll talk to you in about an hour (laughs) all right bye. bye bye Feel better. Alright, this is the music. I'm getting back to that. It's just, I don't even know what to. It's almost like a polka? It's not a polka, really. It's. Is this anything? I wouldn't know how to describe it, but I have to say. This song has been incessantly playing in my head for the past 24 hours. And I think if that if that is an original song, mm. if that was created specifically for this movie, then the 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 man or woman that created that music needs to be commended. Every other part of this movie was shit. It's the performance very was memorable. bad. The the song's very memorable. The the sex wasn't that good. It's not. I have to say though, I will say this about about vintage porn, and mm. I think in in my I don't watch porn that much, but I've seen a, a couple of vintage clips here and there, and I have to say, there's something organic about vintage porn mm. that you don't really see anymore in the the porn that that that, that is that is produced these days. You know, whenever whenever someone's fucking, it seems awfully mechanical, and it feels like they're acting. Mm. But whenever you watch these vintage scenes, it feels like they're actually having sex and enjoying it, and it, it I feel like they were because I've heard like you know that Ron Jeremy guy, yeah. I've heard stories of like when he was making, you know, movies, the porn industry back then in the 70s and the 80s, all, I'm sure they still are fucking, but all those people were super into it and they would have these crazy orgies and then go on set and do the scene and then just go back to having orgies. So now it seems like more of a job. Right. These people in this movie, they seem like they were all having a great time. Certainly better than anyone watching what was going on. Absolutely. Make porno great again. Yeah, I agree. That's all we're saying. Uh, but that that song is just great. How great would it be if you just became obsessed with that song and it became like a Pavlovian thing where you just got hard every time you heard that? I think that if it was... Go- the thing is, the, 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 the key point to make is it was not 
playing during a sex scene. It was playing at the very beginning of That's the movie. True. Batman is riding a bike down a foggy hill. It looks like a Monty Python scene. Yeah, it does. And then There's all a field of a sudden, full of cows. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he inexplicably starts running alongside yeah, the bike. Yeah, he gets Instead, off the bike. I think he gets stuck. And he just starts running. Yeah. And that may have been the only take they had. Like, we only have one shot at this. For some reason, there's a time constraint. But every time he rides his bike, that, that happens. He gets off just like running alongside it. Yeah. Um, but then the rest of the movie, all the scenes had super porno, like, down-home, funky bass music. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... That 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 song didn't reappear until the very end of the movie. It right. sandwiches the movie, which I thought, again, it's the most artful part of the movie. It was very well done. I so want to just put that on, like, right before I'm, I'm going to have sex with a woman or something. Just be like, hey, baby, you want to hear some, hear some hot music right here? Where? I've tried to bring the song up again and it's not working. Uh, just some like Barry White overtones, or, uh, a voiceover to this. I think it's fantastic. It's a great song. Fuck it. That's not working. Uh, so this is a. Uh, it, this takes place in New York, this movie. It's an Italian movie. All the, the voices are in Italian. No dubbing of any kind, but it takes place in New York. There's, uh, they, they make a big point of having all these American flags all over the and place. And don't forget the establishing shots. Yeah, there's a bunch of establishing shots showing it's in New York. Even though Batman's like riding a, a bike through a field of cows. Clearly in a rural area. Right. You know that big field of cows they have in the middle of the city? All those cows in Central Park? It was a center park. <laughs> so uh, then it cuts to... Someone I'm I'm thinking it's Commissioner Gordon. He's sitting at a desk with an American flag behind it, and then it shows these two gray aliens in a, a spaceship. I I have no sense of are the aliens bad guys? Yes, I think it was pretty clear that the silver guy was not good, even though there was no altercation. I hope I'm not ruining the I'm not spoiling anything. If you You're want not to summarize anything. the the movie in in chronological order, well, actually, yeah, let's. Uh, let's keep keep going with this. So Batman's bicycle keeps getting stuck, and um, then it's it cuts to the the spaceship, and there's this dude who's not silver; he's just a, a human dude wearing a vest and a thong, and he starts having sex with three different women, and this is this is not sexy. This is not a good sex scene. No, it was not. There's just all these way too close up shots. On genitals for like a like long it time. It would have been sexier for me if I knew who he was and why this was happening. Yeah. And that's, you never get to know that. I'm totally the same way with porn. I need context I in do my too. porn. I don't understand how people watch porn that it's like, guy fucks girl hard. Yeah. And then they're just fucking. No, I, I need to really know who these need... people are. Yeah. Why are they fucking? I What's... need a backstory. Yeah. What's their relationship? Is this, is this the first time they're doing this? Yeah. Is this uh, an ongoing thing? What's going on here? Yeah. Are they married? If so, I don't want to watch it. I want to watch, <laughs> right? I want to watch two people who are not supposed to be fucking. I don't know if not supposed to be fucking. I I don't know. Like maybe she's I don't know. She's married or something, and they're having an affair. That's hotter than just like. Oh, affairs turn me off so much. Any kind, there's any kind of like illicit sex. Is that right? Yeah, it's a big turnoff for me. I feel creepy about that. Really? Even yeah. if it's just an act. 
Yeah. What about like in soap operas and things like that, and and even in 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 modern you know dramas where you know there's just like someone's having like a hot steamy affair, or like I can know, understand objectively how that is sexy, but just I, not to you, not to me. Do you think that it's it's because for a historical reason for you personally? Or? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's because I, I the last couple of girls I've dated have all cheated on me, and so that's like really. Something that's funny because I've had that happen to me as well, but I don't necessarily get turned off by it. I think that if it's part of a story, it's still understandably kind of hot. Hmm. My mind just always keeps going right back to like, God, that guy must be feeling so shitty, or if he. Yeah, you always put yourself in that guy's shoes, right? Yeah. Or that woman. It could be a dude cheating on a woman. Yes. An equal opportunity born cheating. Uh, so he had sex with these three women. There's a lot of group sex in this movie. There's very little one-on-one. That's true. There's more group sex than anything else. Yeah. It's almost always multiple people. So he, he fucks uh, three women at once. There's this one scene where... Or one shot where he's, he's fucking this girl in the mouth, but sideways... Like, his dick's not going into her mouth. It's just going, like, across her lips. Sure, sure. It's... It's it's perpendicular. Yes. It's just, like, across her mouth. It goes on for, like, ten minutes of that. Yeah. I may have fast-forwarded through... That's totally fair. ...parts like that that are... Again, you're right. There were an awful lot of genital close-ups. And this was not the same kind of porn you see these days. It was sincere, but it was awfully graphic and a lot of the men were uncircumcised which I'm not there's nothing wrong with that if you are but it was a little bit jarring at times because it's just not something that I'm used to seeing I actually made a note that there's some guys later on where there's like a group of men and they're all uncirc they're all no they're all circumcised and I was thinking like this is these are Italian men in the the 80s I would think that circumcision would be unusual I saw some uncircumcised guys but in this particular industry the circumcision seems to be a pretty popular choice for you young actors. Yeah, yeah, because it needs to be as clean and neat as possible. Sure. Um, so it, it, this this sex scene is going on, and there's a ton of um, uh, is it Zinther? What's that? That the instrument. I just I was just listening to some the other day too. I was because I, I like it. I think it's really nice. Therma. There you go. Thermo. Thurman. 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 It's the Thurman. I think it's the Thurman. It is the Thurman. 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 Why did I say Zinther? Where did I get Zinther? I don't know. It sounds pretty good. Thurman. Thurman. That that weird like electronic instrument where it's like based on the proximity of your hand to the the machine. Yeah. It makes. It's every sci-fi movie from the sixties and seventies uses this. Iconic. Yeah. You would, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just watch any sci-fi movie before 1990. Or this porno. Or this. Don't watch this. Don't watch this. We normally people should watch it. Okay, we'll we'll talk about that at the end about whether people should watch this. Um, So, oh, I also noticed this guy in this scene looks so much like my my childhood best friend's dad. Which guy is that? The uh, uh, the guy who was fucking three women at once, sure. the, a dead ringer for my best friend's dad. So I got to see like a, a very specific fantasy brought to life. 
something I didn't think I'd ever get to witness there. Well, when you say fantasy, you mean this is a fantasy that you've had before? Oh, yeah. This particular man fucking three girls? Seeing my best friend's dad fuck three women at once. You would think about that as a kid? <laughs> no. No, I didn't actually think about that. Alon's kind of disappointed. Likely story. <laughs> Not more like skeptical. Did you jerk off to this movie? I didn't. I, I didn't did not. I, I did not feel aroused by it. Can I ask you a question here? Hmm. What was your favorite scene in this movie? I can't wait to tell you mine. My favorite scene is in like treating this like a porno, like the hottest scene. Or my favorite, no, like the... no. Okay. Just what you enjoyed the most, whether it was you thought it was the funniest, or you thought it was the most interesting, or you thought it was the weirdest, or what sticks out for you the most. I think the opening scene. I think the Batman riding down a hill with that funny music. It just cracks me up. I'll remember that for the rest of my life, That's I have a to say. funny, funny I scene. think that I might think about that every day for the rest of my life. Isn't it funny how that happens in your life where there are things that are so intense or, or obscure and specific that you just, okay, this is part of my daily repertoire of thought. Yeah. And as you get older and older, you have more and more of those experiences. And some things get kicked out, but some things stay. And then, I mean, we're not even that old. I'm 27... I know you're on the same age, yeah. So how, I don't know, when we get older, are our minds just going to be just a, a, a constant melange of all these insane things that we've seen and, and, yeah. and heard for all this time? I, I had this moment when I was like five years old when it kind of hit me that all this is fleeting, I'm not going to remember this. And I had this thought like, I am not going to remember this moment and the fact that I thought I wouldn't remember it has made that moment like always stick out of my mind. I've had that moment before. And I've had I've gone back to that and thought about that later. And then I always think I won't remember this moment. And the fact that I had that thought, there's like ten moments now where there's nothing interesting or special about them, but they I will always remember them. And I wonder how many of those moments I've had that I I think I'm remembering them all, but maybe I've forgotten a whole right. bunch of them. Sure, it's just a marker for a place and time. Yeah. Right? Actually, fun fact, speaking of being a kid, I was born on June 23rd, 1989, mm -hmm. which was the Friday that the first Batman movie starring Michael Keaton came out. No shit. Yeah. And my brother, who was 13 at the time when I was born, was upset because he couldn't go see the movie on opening day because I was born. <laughs> he was a huge comic book nerd. When, when, he, when, he, when he moved away to college or whatever, he gave me all these Dark Knight comics and stuff. And we talked about this a little bit uh, the other day, like before we were recording and stuff. You're actually a pretty big Batman fan. Yeah, I, I've always been um, pretty into superheroes, and I think Batman is probably my second favorite of all. Who's top? Spider-Man. I've always been very infatuated by... Spider-Man and the, just the whole story I think that it was just like the story that I could most relate to I think that's why really that's what everyone thinks I think that's why everyone seems to like Spider-Man the most is because like Superman is just some alien that can't get killed mm. Batman is just you know a guy that had a really tough childhood but now he's older and Spider-Man, which I know this isn't what this podcast is about, and we can stop right here, or you can edit this out. No, 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 Spider-Man. But Spider-Man is this guy who is, like, nerdy and weird and in love with this girl, and he's just, like, a hopeless... Like, that's just how I always... Maybe that's just the romantic in me that I was just, like, you know, I, I always wanted... Uh, well, he was the, the ultimate 
ultimate underdog, and that's why I think Spider-Man is the ultimate like losers superhero, and now that's I'm, super cool. I'm just thinking about what this would be if this was a Spider-Man podcast, like podcast, podcast, podcast. podcast. <laughs> so my, can I say my favorite scene? Sure. My favorite scene in this movie was Commissioner Gordon or the President of the United States is sitting at his desk. Mm-hmm. Two women come in. They are presumably villainous. Yes, they're wearing uh, the like leopard leopard print unitards, which all the bad guys in this movie wear, except for the head bad guy, which is just a, a weird Doctor Strange looking guy, but with like a tinfoil cape and silver face paint, mm-hmm. um, who never really says much and then disappears, like teleports away. But anyway, this guy's just hanging. The president of the United States, that is. These two women come in. And they start manhandling him a little bit, and they bend him over his own desk, mm. and they pull down his pants, and they just start playing with his butt. <laughs> they just, and they, they don't they, even necessarily they shoot something into his dick. They have like a syringe. They don't they... necessarily even do anything particularly sexual to his butt. <laughs> they just stand there, and they mash their palms into his ass cheeks. And at first, he's like not into it, but then he's totally into it. <laughs> And then they're all just having sex there. I think, I think this is how it went. But I don't, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't know, maybe that was just their, sorry, that was their way of humiliating him or something. But it's very strange. All the protagonists in this movie, from start to finish, for every second of the movie, even as it ends... Um, seem to be humiliated or dominated in some way. It does seem like there's kind of a theme of like male humiliation. I guess a little bit of female too, but primarily male. At least the protagonists, because maybe some of the antagonists, they were in, uh, in control of some of those situations, but I'm really not sure. At a certain point, it just devolves into an orgy where everyone's into it and everyone's having a good time. Right. And that happens about six times in the movie. <laughs> so... But earlier in the movie, right when uh, uh, Kyle Grimsley's dad is fucking a girl in the mouth, uh, then it, it, it cuts <laughs> is that to his real name? yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Probably shouldn't use his real name. He, yeah, he's not going to listen to this. Complete, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know. He, he doesn't know have a podcast. Not a lot of people them. are going to listen to this episode, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Kyle Grimsley's dad is going to be blowing up after this. Uh, so it, it cuts like a, a woman who's before is a man fucking three women. Now there's a woman fucking three men and I was so confused because there's we, we have no explanation there's no dialogue that we can hear did they switch genders because the ratio is exactly the same of three to one are they supposed to be totally different people or is this some kind of alien technology making them all flip flop this was something I struggled with throughout the whole film <laughs> um, because everyone in this movie looked alike. Yes. The president looked like Batman. Those guys looked like some of the bad guys. All the girls look, looked alike. I didn't know who was a good guy, who was a bad guy. I mean, obviously it didn't help that we couldn't understand a word anybody was saying, but everyone looked incredibly alike, and every time there was a sex scene, I pretty much assumed we were looking at entirely new people. This like, is, okay, this is just a brand new cast. Man, this That's this is why like. we need Chelsea here. She's so much better at faces than I am. When we did the Turkish Batman 
episode, all the Turkish guys looked identical to me, and I could not tell who was who. She and, knew. Yeah, she was like, no, obviously. But was. she speaks Turkish. Oh, yes. Fluent <laughs> Turkish. Yeah. Um, so th- there's the, the woman is now fucking three men, and there's like a three-way blowjob going on, which I... I don't remember this. Yeah, three is she blowjob. just? Are there all three dicks in front of her, and she's just like... Just squatting like, like, an os- like an oscillating fan, just like, like, like one of those, um, uh, like the sprinklers, like, oh my god, that is tremendous, <laughs> tremendously graphic. What you're saying, great visual jokes yeah, on a, a podcast, great. yeah, really good. It did not look fun or satisfying for anyone involved. Three way blowjobs don't seem no, because she has a lot of work to do, and any one of those guys is just not getting enough right. of what they need. Right. And I, do any women like giving blowjobs, let alone like three at once? I think that some women like doing that. I know that I like, um, um, you know, being able to, uh, how do I put this? Eat that puss. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And I think that it's not necessarily just about um, making somebody feel good. I don't think it's about like being the person who is like administering pleasure or anything like that. I think that some people just like that action or how it makes them feel. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think it's both. I've definitely known girls where it just seems like both. Like, that's just something that they like doing and it turns them on mm-hmm. for an entirely other reason than the fact that it turns me on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's, um, uh, maybe I'm making some sweeping generalizations here. I, there is a certain amount of pleasure that comes in giving your partner pleasure and doing something, even if it's not physically pleasurable to you, it can be intellectually enjoyable, pleasurable. Sure. I think so. Yeah. Somebody date Alon. Oh, man. Alon is all about eating girls out. Very handsome man. Very funny man. Sweet, sensitive. 1-800-DATE-ALON. If we could edit everything else out, <laughs> besides the what you're saying now and, yeah. and before, and then take out a, like a couple thousand dollar ad... Mm. Um, like on the radio or something or mm-hmm. wherever people listen to things most or maybe on Spotify like in the middle of a Macklemore song we mm-hmm. just like have it put in there um, I'll talk to the record company and um, by the way if I could borrow a couple of grand that'd be amazing sure no problem um, that would be super trill but then cash or we could do that diamonds I've been saying trill now <laughs> and trust me it's no good <laughs> you don't want any part of this man <laughs> I want to let's make it not a, 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 a Spotify thing. I want a billboard. I want a billboard with your face and like a heart around it. You want to know something, man? And this is fucking crazy. Mm. I don't know if you remember this. In the city, if you walk around the East Village, even still, there is a a, a flyer. Yes, I've you seen know this. what I'm talking. About. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But keep going for the, Although, the podcast. Uh, sh- sure, it's this. It's this. Middle-aged man, this bald, heavy-set middle-aged man, mm-hmm. and it says "looking for a girlfriend," and it's one of those flyers, and he's not necessarily even smiling. It looks like a mugshot. Yes, it's not a good picture of no. that man. 
I'm not. He's not like a troll. He's, he's not, not a, a terrible looking guy. He's not a hideous man or anything. He's just a man, a middle aged, heavy set, bald man. It says looking for a girlfriend, and it has numbers that you can take. You know what is that called? When at the bottom of a flyer that has these numbers and it's all chopped up, and you can just grab one and have the number to call. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And I read somewhere that this man, he got interviewed by, I don't know, the Village Voice or something, Mm -hmm. had gotten thousands upon thousands of responses. Yeah. Isn't that, I mean, it's, it's, it's so many people would consider that to be just about, and it was a creepy looking photo, I have to say. And so many people would consider that to be the most desperate creepy thing that you could do ever and I'd have to agree to some extent but ain't life grand when you put yourself out there even in a strange fucking way just like I was saying before you know we're outliers and we need to find someone who's not like everyone else let's say you know 30,000 people or even more if it's in the city maybe 100,000 people saw that flyer Yeah, 2,000 of those people obviously, are not like the other 98,000, and they're kind of weird and fucked up, and would respond... I think we should make these flyers for you. I think that is a great idea. Is something that I would say if I thought it was a great (laughs) idea, which I do not. Please don't do it. We don't I don't have to want put this. Any kind of number or anything for you on this, but would you be offended if I did make some kind of graphic? For I'd that? be so embarrassed because people I would do it, people would see it. I won't do it, and it would make me feel pathetic and desperate. And you know what? I I don't want, and this is a really important thing, and why I don't really care about being single. I don't want my self worth to be contingent upon whether or not I'm with somebody. I don't really think it matters. Mine absolutely is. Is it really? Oh, so much. Really? Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, like, I know a million guys, all these friends of mine that, like, go from girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend to girl, and they never figure out who they are because they're so scared to be alone. And I've been single the last two years just about, and I have to say, they've been the most formative years of my life. Like, Mm. I've really figured out who I am, you know, for real, and what kind of person... I should be with or what kind of guy I want to be or you know I've been able to focus on like stand up or music a little bit more and that's great and 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 you know having more alone time is great but like I think that's super you 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 can't put a price on being able to stand on your own two feet and I I just don't want to be codependent yeah there's something really noble about that I just think I'm I I'm a better version of myself when When I'm with with somebody yeah I'm I'm a lot more generous and giving and, and considerate when I have somebody to to be those things too and I, I tend to be more social and I, I work harder when I have somebody that I'm I've noticed that I mean you got a pep in your step man for sure yeah absolutely and she's great I mean you should you have every reason to be happy you, oh yeah no I'm not with her because I'm, I'm desperate I'm with her because she's great she is really really great um, and then what and then when you're not with someone I don't know it's been so long since I've been like really single single like I I was single after the, the last one for a while but it wasn't like single and feeling good that was single and like heartbroken and, and feeling shitty that's true that's true so it wasn't it wasn't true singleness because you, your heart was still elsewhere yeah I wasn't single for long enough to really get over her 
That makes sense. Well, the best way to get over someone is to see under somebody else, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so back in the porno. Is uh, that what we're talking about? We're still talking about this fucking porno. 40, 45 minutes into this, we have we Let me about tell you one 10 thing, minutes man. into this movie, yeah. Two of the main characters in this movie mm. never seem to get any love. Batman, one, first of all, either had his heart broken or only got dominated. Mm. Every time he got to make some love, it wasn't on his terms. It's an important <laughs> distinction to make. And the silver guy, the main antagonist, yeah. never got fucked once. And maybe that's why he was so upset and trying to kill Batman all the time. Making love on your own terms is a, a steep competitor for the title of this episode. Making love on your terms. Oh, no, that's your biography. Making your love on your own terms. On your own terms. Yeah, by Lonnie Ileon. Um, so, but he never got any love, man. The silver, the bad silver dude never got to fuck anybody. And that made me feel a little bit bad for him. Yeah. But then again, you know, that face paint was not flattering, so... So Batman is now on a robe, which is uh, in a robe, which is over his costume. He's got the mask on. He's got his gloves, his blue gloves on. What color was the robe? Uh, it's like a terry cloth, like white robe. Sure. We should talk about the the costume. The costume is not good, and this the costume doesn't fit that well. It's like a bright, bright blue. He's got blue gloves. A lot of the time, he's not wearing the full costume. For most of this, it's blue gloves, blue socks. A blue kind of ill-fitting mask. And, then and he's got a mustache that you can see kind of under the mask. It looked like they basically, they had called the producers of the 1950s Batman show starring Adam West. Mm-hmm. And they had said, could we borrow that costume for a sec? And the producers said, no. <laughs> and then they said, all right, let's get as close as we possibly can. Yeah. Because it was the closest to that costume. But again, ill-fitting. It did not... It was like someone who had never seen that costume but had only heard about it tried to, <laughs> tried to make it. All right, so it's... What is it? It's blue and it's got like some little ears? Yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> I, got, I can do that. Right. Uh, so two women make out on a bed and Batman sits around with his mask up just moaning and then his wife startles him and he, he freaks out. Wait, Wife? I think it's his wife, his girlfriend. Batman was not married in this movie. What did you think their relationship was? If he was, who? That's the problem. All these women look alike. His relationship with who? I had no idea what was going on. I think they called her Bat Baby later, the the blonde woman. Right. Okay, I do know who you're talking about now. I just thought... That was his sidekick. I think she's both. I like she Bat was... Girl, because she was in co- she was in uh, inexplicably, in, like in this weird costume that I've never seen or heard of in the Batman universe. Right, I think... it was like a cross between Wonder Woman and Robin. Maybe sure, like exactly. Red, yeah, like yellow and red, and they were just like running hand in hand for a second. I think she's his wife and his sidekick. Or maybe girlfriend and sidekick. I think they were romantically involved. In, I got the sense she they lived in the same house. They definitely lived in the same house, and they were definitely somewhat, at least physically involved. Right. He seemed like he was kind of trying to impress her. He got. Uh, she startles him. And he freaks out. Then he's. Um, <clears throat> he takes off his robe and he's wearing like a, the white beater and the white boxers are way too high and he starts doing these these knee bends. I remember. And, and like that. kind of doing these exercises, like he's trying to to 
show off for Did her. she make love to anyone else in this movie? She did to a couple people. So uh, she was so Batman did get his heart broken. She was cheating on Batman. Yeah, I think she, she I think he cheated on her too though. Everyone was fucking everybody. In this. Uh, yeah, I think that it's it's safe to assume that they were either polyamorous, had a had an open relationship, or and I think this is the most probable, this alien man and these leopard people were influencing people to do to have illicit sex. I Which think, honestly, I don't. That was kind of hot. Yeah, I, that I they think, were like you know controlling people in that way. That was what I got. I think that's what the aliens were doing. I think it was kind of a Rocky Horror type thing where aliens are making people have sex. I think was that the plot of Rocky Horror? I've never seen Rocky Horror before. No. Aliens make people have sex in Rocky Horror. It's been a long time since I've seen Rocky Horror. Wow. It's it's worth seeing though. You should check it out. Um, How do you know? I've seen it. I've seen it a bunch of times. I just don't know the plot because it's sure. all people yelling at the screen. You don't focus on the plot too much. That's true. That that whole movie is about singing along. Yeah, or not singing, but like yelling stuff out, and you're like a shout, like, "Hey, how do you fuck your sister?" And the guy on the screen goes this way. He like does a weird thing. Oh, with his so it's about interacting with the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a call and response kind of thing, and people shout stuff at the screen and throw stuff. It's fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's great. I love bad movies. Um, so there's, we should say, and I will put this in the the show notes for this. There's a, uh, there's three kind of questionable scenes, but this is by far the worst one. Uh, it's a, there's a absolute definite rape scene from 15 minutes to 18 and a half minutes in. There's three men groping a woman. Uh, why is every sex scene this three on one? It's that's a very specific ratio that keeps popping up. I think that the 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 one of the <clears throat> biggest motifs in this movie was power exchange or mm. just power dynamic. Right. In every sex scene, someone was always. But know, that specific ratio of either three, three men. One, there was or, a lot of that. It's true. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's just the Italian way of doing things, man. <laughs> They're romantic people. Every fucking Batman movie we watch is so rapey. This is really? something that's come up like almost every episode. There's at least one near rape or full rape scene. This happened in Rat Finka Boo Boo. This happened in James Batman. This happened in Yasar Adam Batman. Uh, this happens a lot on this show. But most of the time, it's used as a device for Batman to come rescue somebody. Is that right? Usually, yeah, but not this time. No, and I don't know exactly which scene you're talking about with with the the, the rape. She's in like a kitchen, and there's three men who just start groping her, and she's who's, trying to fight them she? off. The brunette. But let me ask you this: Eventually, is she very much into it? She seemed like it. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, trigger warning if you're watching this movie, uh, 15 minutes to eight and a half, 18 and a half minutes in. I'll put the, that in the show notes. I don't really remember that. Maybe I skipped through that for a second, but I don't remember seeing anything. Um... Yeah, I told Chelsea, and I, I should have told you, feel free to skip through any of the sex scenes. They don't add anything to it. Actually, movie. I remember asking you explicitly, do I have to watch all the sex scenes? And you said, <laughs> yes. I did? That was the, Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was more concerned about Chelsea not finishing this movie than I was about you. Sure. Uh, so, Batman... It, it cuts away from the, the rape scene. 
Batman does not save this one, but he does walk into the bedroom, uh, a bedroom of his own house, wearing his mask and gloves and using an American flag as a toga. As a towel. As a like a, I thought it was like a toga. It's kind I of wrapped around the folds. I thought he just came out of the shower. You think that's what it was? That's even weirder. Maybe not, because why would he shower with his mask on? I don't know. <laughs> why would he? Why would he use an American flag as a toga though? I think I like the idea that it was a towel. At least like there's some. It looked like he was drying off with an American flag while he sat in front of an American flag. They were really just trying to drive it home. Yeah, they wanted to be very clear. Is that what Italians think America is like? (laughs) That we're showering with American flags? There is just a flag everywhere. (laughs) Make sure everything's seen as a two flag. America. America. They should have had Batman with like a cowboy hat on too, just really driving home the American thing. Hey there, Pilgrim. (laughs) That's... Let's, That's Iron Man trying to be John Wayne. Let's uh, go get uh, steaks and charge them on our credit cards. <laughs> Boopity boppity. Um, so he, uh, Batman hears a, a siren and he, he runs off. Uh, his wife or girlfriend, whoever she is, she's, she's trying to have sex with him. And he hears a siren and runs off. And she's very disappointed. Then um, it cuts back to the, the three men who we should say are wearing leopard print shirts and bowler hats. Just continue raping this A cross woman. between the Warriors mm-hmm. and a Clockwork Orange. That's what yeah. it is. Like a, a Clockwork Orange meets like Duran Duran. Yeah, that's probably better. But yeah. they definitely had elements of... They had like this weird eyeliner going in the bowler hat. Yeah, it was very strange. Clockwork Orange was super rapey too. Why, why was every movie from the 70s and 80s so rapey? I don't know. That's actually a really good point. There were like three rape scenes in the first 15 minutes of that movie. A Clockwork Orange yeah. movie? Well, that's based on a book. Oh, well then, <laughs> that's totally different then. I guess so. There were rape scenes in the book, too. It's a good movie. You I never seen read the book. No. It was a good book. It was a good movie. Yeah. Very rapey. Very rapey. It's true. Very, very graphic and weird. Yeah. Uh, Batman and his girlfriend slash sidekick... Try to start their car, but it won't start. So he runs away with his bicycle. Not not rides, but runs alongside runs the bicycle. Runs away with it. Um, Batman and the girlfriend, who I, I think they say is called Bat Baby. Uh, she she fights. They, they fight the the bad guys in leopard print hats and bowler hats and leopard print shirts, easily defeating them. The girlfriend and uh, Bat Baby and the the brunette. Uh, Bat Baby is no longer in costume. They look through a scrapbook, and then they just get naked and just start having sex in this bed. And the scrapbook did not really give us any context into why they began to make love. Probably not. Again, we don't know what you're saying. What could be in this scrapbook that's getting them that turned on? That fight scene, I think, is the only fight scene in the entire movie. This movie ends. This movie ends without a climactic fight scene. It ends with an orgy. Right. There is just Batman. This silver guy in a nightclub, they're talking, silver guy disappears, everyone fucks, end of the movie. There's no real fight scenes in this movie, except for that one. There's no gadgets, there's no Batmobile. So many of the things you think of as being like an essential part of a Batman movie are just totally absent from this. I mean, this, well, I mean, obviously, they couldn't afford to, A, come to America. Mm-hmm. Ah, come to America? They couldn't afford... That's the, the porno parody of that Eddie Murphy movie. Just come, coming to America, both of you. Yeah, I mean, I got it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I don't get it. I get, I get it. 
Oh, I would love to see what the budget for this movie was. Twelve dollars. No, I think. I mean, the most expensive part, I think, was the nightclub. Hmm. Which maybe they just rented out like an Italian, or like he had a friend who had an Italian nightclub. Maybe it was just the costume for the Silver Man. If you don't see this movie, at least see the Silver Guy with the weird face paint. I heard somewhere that the most expensive porno ever made. It was like a Pirates of the Caribbean. Did you ever hear about this? No. Like a Pirates of the Caribbean porno parody that was like eight million dollars or something. You got me kidding me. They had like all these special effects and stuff, and I, I think they were like setting out to set a record that was like part of why they made this I just don't understand where is the market yeah for movies like this I understand you need a story I need a backstory as well that's like hotter to me all you really need you know for a backstory is two people in a room talking to each other yeah all you need is a script I just want let us know why you guys are about to fuck I just want like two minutes of establishing who they are, how they know each other. That's all you need. But with the pirates, you know, something like that. Porno parodies are not funny and they're not sexy. And what's what the strangest thing to me about all these movies is they are all over an hour long. Yeah. And who watches porn for that long? Are you just supposed to wait until the very end of the movie in order to <laughs> climax yourself? Do you climax with the movie's climax? Do you not even watch the falling action and the resolution? Do you watch this for a few minutes and then come and then you, you come back to it later? and watch? You have to more? watch it in installments. Yeah. A seven part. Film. I don't know. I, I watch this just from start to end in one sitting. I've never watched porn for so long. It was a weird experience. Yes. I've never watched porn for so long and... Not not only not come, but just not even gotten hard. You want to know what's actually really funny? I remember if I if I you know ever watch porn or whatever in my room. Obviously, the door is closed. Mm-hmm. I am being private about it. But because I wasn't watching this for any purposes other than this research. podcast for research, I was kind of just hanging out. My door was open. It wasn't particularly loud. Mm. But because I wasn't doing anything but watching this as a movie, mm-hmm. my door was open and like my roommate was home, but I was just super casual about it. But yeah. I was just sitting there with my door open watching porn on my laptop. <laughs> but the context yeah. of me watching it, in which I was watching it, if was you're not jerking off to it, is, is it still porn? That is an amazing question. So I kind of feel like if you're... If you can jerk off to anything, then it kind of makes it dirty. Like, if you have, like, a... Just a, a Macy's catalog, but you're using it to jerk off, then it, it's kind of dirty. You kind of don't want to be caught with that Macy's catalog. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I guess that's a good point. So uh, the woman and Bat Baby, they're they're fucking on this bed that's just covered in leopard print. There's like black and white leopard print pillows and bed sheets in the whole room is leopard print. And then uh, cut to Batman waking up in this bed, still wearing his mask. Uh, he's in bed next to Bat Baby, and there's this silver alien in bed with them. Batman puts on his glasses to look at the alien. He, he does the kind of rubbing his eyes, not believing 
that what he's seen. He, he grabs the alien, but the alien disappears. And uh, then I, I didn't write this down, but I think this is the scene where uh, this has got to be seen where he dives at the alien and then he, he falls on bad baby cheap, like wakes up and just immediately starts fucking him. Wow. I don't remember this. Yeah. Was this towards the beginning or the end of the movie? Uh, about halfway. We were around the 30 minute mark. And she just gets on top of him. He like falls on top of her while she's sleeping and she's like sleeping naked and she's just like wakes up and is immediately ready to go and just starts throwing herself at And they proceed to make love. Yes. But he's not humiliated in any way. This this is an instance in which he's... Yeah, this seemed to be consensual. Everyone was treated with respect. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. This was, this was fine. I had no problems with this. wasn't that sexy, but it's... No, again, two married people having sex is boring. Yeah. Two people who may or may not be married. Yeah. Or may or may not be in a relationship. Um, so a group of villains, and uh, including two women in leopard print unitards, they're, and they're also wearing leopard print masks, they're playing cards. And this guy who looks like Dracula... And the, the Joker and the Leopard print women, they're all uh, playing cards together. And then cut to Batman leaving his bedroom. And he returns to... Oh, no, I, I jumped ahead before. Because this is a scene where he, he sees the alien groping his sleeping wife. And he dives at the alien, but the alien disappears. And they start having sex. Uh, so he takes off his mask and gloves for the sex. Which I was, I was kind of surprised by. Do you remember this scene now? Yes. He leaves one sock on. Because ve- <laughs> very seldomly in this movie do you see Batman disrobed, you know, not wearing his mask and not wearing his gloves. Right. He never takes off that one sock. The left sock stayed on the entire movie. But he gets almost naked here. Um, and then he... Uh, th- there's all these trumpets in the background. It sounds like, like 1920s jazz, like... It was like a, like a Steamboat Willie cartoon of like like cartoons like dancing. Sure, sure, yeah. Like working on a house, they're kind of dancing as they, they saw and hammer. A lot of whistles. Yeah, yeah. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah. <laughs> like pulling like a steam whistle, the steam whistle is like alive and like screaming as you pull on it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so the, the cheated women walk stealthily into the commissioner's office and they... they hide behind a curtain in the hallway and they punch out some guy who comes out of the office uh, and then they pull a gun on Commissioner Gordon and they stick a needle in his I, dick this is, this is what your I was favorite talking scene. about the, I forgot to mention that one of the most important parts of this scene they're holding him over a desk they're playing with his tush mm-hmm. again not sexually no. just palming his tush his ass cheeks and they have a gun to his head mm-hmm. that was and he kind of has a, sm- a weird smile on his face that's why it was my favorite. One hand with a gun to his head, one hand just playing with his tush. Yeah. Nuts. Right. I lost my shit there, man. <laughs> it was a weird, weird scene. I don't know if this is something that would trigger anybody like that last scene, but just in case, 36 minutes to 43, 15, I'll put it in the show notes. There's some... It was a gun to that man's head. Yeah. It was not a consensual thing. They, they drugged him somehow. Yes. But it's uh, and that was to arouse him. I think. They, I think they, so. They, yeah. They they injected him with. That was the sense I got, and then he uh, he kind of comes out of it 
kind of gay or kind of humiliated. Like, he's wearing, like, panties after this. He's feminine. He's, yeah, he's very effeminate after this scene. Yeah, it's true. Batman walks in, doesn't he? Batman walks yeah. in, and he's just standing there with panties on. Yeah, and Batman's, like, complaining. He got hit in the eye somehow. He's, like, holding his eye, and he's got a big, big, bru- or a big bandage, like, on top of his mask. He's got that a had nothing to do with the movie. There was just an accident on set. Yeah. And they were like, we got to keep going. Just add it. Add yeah. it in. But they put a bandage on top of the mask. Like, not on his face, on the mask. Sure. Uh, and he walks in, he just salutes the flag. And then there's, like, an intermission where it just, like, cuts, like, a... Oh, and it's blue. Yeah. There's I didn't know I was... I don't know what to call... There's an intermission That reminded, that reminded me of when we had Titanic on VHS. Mm-hmm. That was like two the different movie, yeah, VHS, two VHS The movie was too long. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, it just goes blue and it's like, insert second tape. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much what this said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it cuts to the, the leopard ladies having sex. And then... Um, oh, we, we should say before, Batman, when he comes in, he comes into the, the bedroom, not the commissioner's office. So he now he's at the commissioner's office. He jumps through the window to find the leopard leopard women having sex with a drugged Commissioner Gordon, and uh, Joker uh, Joker comes in. Is that the man with the top hat? No, this was the man who's dressed like a jester. That's Joker. I guess Penguin was in here too. Yeah, I, I guess. There's I that there was that one scene where there's a guy with a top hat. I'm just assuming these are supposed to be the Joker and, and Penguin. Penguin yeah. They they could not have anything Who to do with Who else could it possibly be? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the the Joker comes in accompanied by I guess Penguin, and they're, they're some guy in a bowler hat. They're in coots. They they're walking down the hallway, and uh, Batman shows up in the commissioner's office just already with his hands up. Before they've like done anything, he's got his hands up like surrendering just preemptively. Like, not making any kind of effort to fight anyone. Uh, and Gordon's got, like, a flower, and he's wearing panties, and he's kind of waving it in Batman's face. This is... We, we've seen some bad Batman on this show, and, like, Batman who are not good at fighting. This guy is so unwilling to fight. He's, he is the worst Batman I've ever seen. He's clumsy. Yeah. He's weak. He's not confident, like I said before. They don't have guns. They don't have weapons. They haven't even threatened him. He just sees them and his hands go up. He's just ready to surrender. He is the least confident Batman I've ever seen. Why do you think he is Batman? Like, if you're that scared, why would you go into being a vigilante? I don't think that... I think it's for two reasons. There are two possibilities. One, he didn't choose to be Batman mm. in this universe, in this iteration. Mm. This was just thrust on him. Thrust if, upon him. If he hadn't taken that mask off that one scene, I'd say maybe that's just his face. <laughs> maybe he right. doesn't. This is just what I look like. Yeah. The second reason might be that they didn't think about what you're talking about. I think this it's, is a weird porno. I, and and it doesn't it just does not make you know, I would love to have met. I would love to have met the showrunners, the the the, the writers' room mm-hmm. for this porno. Maybe this was. Maybe they were more. Well, I don't know. I don't know why every uh, you know 
every guy in this porno that's supposed to be like a tough guy mm-hmm. is just completely emasculated and humiliated. Here's my theory about why Batman does what he does in this movie. I think it's a fetish thing. I think he gets off on running around in this costume, which I think might be part of it with regular Batman, too. I think that might be one of the few overlaps. Maybe cuckolding is just a big... Or or not cuckolding, but humiliation is just a big theme in this porno. You know, these specific genres, subgenres, are more popular now. Maybe, uh, you know... It's weird trying to figure out what the genre of a porno is. But without any dialogue, it's very hard to, to be certain what's going on. I think it would be amazing if we had an Italian speaker on the... I mean, there's, there's, there's value to this because neither of us knew what was going on. And mm. it's super fun. Yeah. But I would love to sit down with an Italian person and say, first of all, I'm sorry that we're watching this. It's weird. We just met. We don't know each other that well. Now I'm watching a porno. I'm sorry, Fabrizio. The, the original plan for this episode, uh, Chelsea and I had both wanted to get our uh, uh, Improv 101 teacher, Anthony Apruzzi, on this episode. Who speaks Italian? I have no idea. We both just like assumed with that name he could speak Italian. And we were both like, oh, no, wait. He's probably just an Italian guy from Jersey. Sure. He probably doesn't speak any Italian. Um I would love to know what's going on in this movie. Yeah. With our uh, Turkish episode, we were trying to get a Turkish guy, but that that didn't happen, so we have no idea what happened in that movie either. Um, so Batman starts... Uh, uh, Bat, Bad Baby uh, starts talking to herself in a, a field next to the car, and then she meets the alien, and after he disappears, she just starts kind of having sex with the car, kind of grinding against the car, just rubbing herself against the car. Everywhere this guy goes, everywhere this silver alien guy goes, yeah. people start fucking. Uh, yeah. And he is not a part of it necessarily, physically. No. But maybe manipulating. I don't think he's ever physically a part no, of it. No, he's not, but manipulating these people. He's just making them want to have sex. That's just how he gets off. Maybe this is like a like a plan nine from outer space kind of plan. Like he's, he's they're going to make the humans like so distracted by just fucking all the time that they won't notice the aliens invading. I've never seen that, but you just blew my mind, man. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I've never seen it either. I think that's... I don't I don't know how close that if is. That's not, that if that's not the plot, then they made a mistake. Because I, what you're saying right now is a great plot for... Not a, not a porno, right? Mm-hmm. Just a movie. Yeah. Wow. Just make people fuck. I think the plot plans like raise up zombies so humans will be too busy fighting them to stop aliens. Oh, that's not as cool as the sex thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with that. I think that's plausible as the plot of this. Let's say that's what it is. It could be. Uh, Batman starts crying at what happened to Gordon, and he then he punches the Joker and takes his gun. Batgirl, or Batbaby fingers herself in inside the car, and then the, uh, the blonde, uh, the brunette woman who got raped... Uh, fucks herself with a cucumber. The the Bowler Hat Gang team up with Penguin, I guess a, a I guy in a top cat, yeah. top hat. Uh, and they they break into this woman's house as she's fucking herself with a cucumber. They break in through the window, and she seems very calm about this situation. That four men have broken into her house. 
No, I think she's happy to see them. Yeah, she's fine with it. She's. This seems like it should be another rape scene, but it's not. She's. No, she's super. She's into it. it. Yeah. Um, Bad baby shows up at the house to to find her friend blowing a guy in a sleeveless leopard print shirt and a light up tie. These these like low light bulbs, like Christmas lights on it. Uh, and th- this guy looks. He kind of looks like me as a teenager. <laughs> really gross, like long, kind of curly hair. Uh, it's not a good look. You're trying to picture this? Yes. Oh. No, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so these guys don't take off their leopard print shirts to fuck. Would you? I kind of want to get a leopard print shirt now. I'd like to get a loose-fitting leopard print shirt. No. Like a t-shirt. I think it's got to be a tight sleeveless one like this. I think that's the look. I couldn't pull that off. I think you'd do it. I mean, I would do it. Yeah. But I couldn't pull that off. There's so many things I would love to do sexually that would just be really funny, but then it would be like a guarantee I would never have sex with that woman again. Like what? Like wear a leopard print sleeveless shirt. Maybe you could just own it. And no, and if you didn't say anything about it, then neither would she. I've always had this... Fantasy is the wrong word because it's not something that would get me off. I, I've always thought it would be really funny to ask a woman to call me Mr. Udeshi in the middle of sex. Who's Mr. Udeshi? It was my friend's dad growing up. That's a weird recurring thing. Do you thing joke in this. around a lot during sex? Is no. it like you don't? No. It's not a joke. To no. You. Is it to you? No, not at all. I'm actually, I think, I, I mean, I get awfully serious, I think. Yeah. I like to be immersed. That's why I think it'd be funny, but on. I would never actually do but it. But I have friends, you know, and this is very strange to me, uh-huh. who joke around quite a bit mm-hmm. during sex, which I don't understand. I don't understand how that can be fun for someone. I mean, sure, I get, I get it if you're just fooling around and you crack a joke, and then you just go back to doing whatever you were doing. That's one thing. Yeah, I fool, I've, I've joked around, like kind of before or after sex like it, we could be naked and kind of messing around I'll <coughs> make a joke but not actually sex itself no no certainly not I think that that takes you out of or takes the yeah. other person what's you know no I, it's I, just not the mode that your mind is in yeah I couldn't laugh and I'll, I'll hand it to these people I know I don't speak the language but as far as I could tell not a single person cracked a joke during sex in this whole movie and that was commitment. They committed to it. Yeah, they took this pretty seriously. Oh, very seriously. Uh, so, there's so many ball shots in this scene. Balls are fucking gross. There's, there's a, lot a lot of, of balls. A lot of close-ups on balls. Yeah. 80s balls. Yeah. Balls have changed. You think? Have they gotten less hairy? I don't know. Yes, maybe. There's a lot of bush in this movie, too, man. There's a lot of bush. Yeah. A lot. What do you do down there? Do you manscape at all? What's your What's your deal? Uh, I guess I I trim, but I don't take a blade to it. Mm. I would never do that. And I would go. Honestly, I don't really have particular. I don't have that much. I got hair some, down there. Like nair over the summer, and I was no. using that. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Didn't yeah. that hurt? No, no, no. But uh, it it looked really good. Then I kind of kept doing more. So it was bare. I left like some at the top, but the actual uh, meat and potatoes themselves were totally bare. Wouldn't they otherwise be? No, there's a little ball hair. 
Below, sure, okay. Below here at the, the base of the, the shaft. Oh, I don't really have that. Yeah. But uh, I kind of got, I got too carried away. I, I started, I flew too close to the sun. More and more. Yeah. More I, and more I didn't want to stop. Like the, I, I was like, oh, this this looks so good. What if I did more? I'll look better and better and better. I, got, I did too much. And then you just ended up looking like a kid. Yeah. A kid with pubes in one very specific, very small area. How long did it take to go back? A month. A few weeks, a month. A few weeks, a month to its former glory? Maybe not to its former glory. Maybe a few months to its former glory. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't Nair hurt? Yeah. It, it kind of burned. Burned a little bit. It wasn't too bad. Because I was going to say, I mean, like, if Nair doesn't really hurt, then why don't people just use that to remove like why would a why would a a woman let's say or some men clean their legs um why would they wax their legs instead of just using some nair i don't know this worked really well it's really easy interesting yeah we should get sponsorship from nair if they're still in business i haven't heard of them. i haven't heard, heard <laughs> they're in business nair. as of this summer wow maybe you just got an old bottle yeah it could be uh, so the the penguin creepily watches the all the guys have sex. This is the grossest sex I've ever seen. The three top hat guy, three bowler hat guys, while the penguin watches, doing like a creepy <laughs> smile. Uh, Bat baby shows up and starts punching and kicking. Oh, th- there's a second fight scene. It's Batman's not involved, but Bat baby does some punching and she kicking. Kick She's him. far more empowered than him. One hundred percent. She's the real hero. Of this yes. Movie. And she throws the, the woman over her uh, over her knees and starts spanking her. And uh, then there's a, a party. This is the big climax of the week. There's a, a party in like a, a tin foil room, just like a like a disco yeah, a night covered club, in tin right, foil. Pretty much. We don't know who anyone is. Yeah. There's a bunch it's of It's a New York City nightclub. Yeah. Bunch of American flags all over the place. Like you know like how every club they've got American flags just yeah. all over. Um and then there's a blonde woman who's in the background and some dude keeps hitting on her and she initially kind of rejects him and then she gives in and uh, they, they go to the bathroom and they uh, they have sex and uh, Batman shows up. He immediately just gets tangled up in some streamers and he, he's got like a little notebook. He keeps trying to write something in it and he keeps dropping it. He's, he drops it and then he can't pick it up. Yeah. He's just so clumsy. This has got to be a humiliation thing. I think that that's what it is. I think that we're, it, it was about... You know, I think that we, through talking about this movie and going over it, have kind of figured out what the angle they were going for is. And that's, you know, who's a really powerful figure? Mm-hmm. Who's always in control of the situation, is a graceful guy, is a powerful guy, is a smart guy. Batman. I wonder if Batman had that image at that time, because at the... At well, this think about the comic books at that point, and this is the 80s, at that point, the, the TV series with Adam West had already happened. Well, that's what I'm saying, is Adam West is like the the Batman at this point. He, like, defined who Batman was, and Adam West isn't really cool and in control as Batman. He's kind of He got goof. out of every situation he was ever put in competently. He, yeah. But, he, he defeated any one of those villains. But he's, he's like a villain. joke. He's not... This isn't uh, Christian Bale. This is a guy running around with a bomb over his head trying to, to find a way. This is a guy with shark repellent who's 
uh, on his belt. And... But he still has a direct line of the president, and whenever something goes <laughs> wrong, you call That's true. him. That's true. In this movie, he is every single thing that Adam West or whoever you know we think Batman is supposed to be is not. That's true. He's uh, not in control. He's clumsy and he's stupid and he's befuddled and he can't even... He doesn't fuck anyone in this movie. He only gets fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's never really in control. He's never... He's, he's a very submissive. you know, submissive figure. So maybe this... That's exactly what it is. This is, a, this is you know, an Italian humiliation movie. I think that's 100%. This isn't even a joke. I, I legitimately think that's what this is about. Yeah. Uh, so the another woman shows up in the bathroom, and they give a, a double blowjob to this guy. And I swear to God, this dude shouts sparrows as he comes. No. Yes, he absolutely does. He's just sitting there like, sparrows! <laughs> Uh, the silver alien. Maybe that's an Italian word. Let's see. The you look that up. I'll, I'll keep. This movie's basically done. The the silver alien shows up and uh, he makes everybody disappear. And Batman jumps at him, but uh, he he disappears again. And uh, the the alien makes all the bad guys appear, and then everybody gets naked. Just the alien kind of. Poof! Everybody's clothes are off. There's a giant orgy to disco music, and then that's the end. That just cuts to a car driving across a bridge, like the Brooklyn Bridge. The Brooklyn Bridge, and a title card pops up that says uh, "Finn," which I, I guess it's supposed to be Finn, but it's F-I-N-E, and just fine. Seems like just the perfect review of this movie. Uh, how is Batman the de, de Planet of the Arrows? Fine. Fine. It looks like it was... sorrow might mean. Damn. What? Like, damn. Like, oh, damn. Uh, okay. Like that kind of exclamation. Is the is that what the restaurant is then? Just I don't know. Damn. I think it's supposed to be the, either the family name. Oh, yeah, that's probably it. Or I think it's I, a possessive I, I have no idea. I truly do not know. So what do you think of this? Would you recommend people watch this movie? Yeah, I think that it's, I think that it's, it's really difficult because I would love it if this movie was not a porno. Hmm. If this movie was not a porno, it would be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. If you just cut out all of the, the yeah, if scene. it was just a Batman story with a stupid, incompetent Batman, who like kept getting thwarted by these weird, you know, leopard people, but the fact of the matter is, it is a porno, and every time you see a funny scene, the scene lasts a minute and a half, mm-hmm. and then you have to watch like gross '80s sex. Yeah, the for sex a is while. The sex is weird. Hot. It's not. It's not that... I Honestly, you know what? I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was awful. I don't necessarily think it's something that I could like get off to. No. I didn't think it was like gross or anything. Like It's not like vile. Mm-hmm. It's just not that sexy. Yeah. So that's why I couldn't recommend it. Because like it's, it's impossible to have a good time watching this movie. 
if you're going to watch the whole thing. Like, if you want to fast-forward through it, sure. Because the sex doesn't really have anything to do with the story. All you need to know is that they're going to begin, like, once they start having sex, you're like, all right, that's where this is going. Fast-forward through that sex scene. Mm-hmm. The movie only lasts for about 20 minutes. Yeah. But I'll say this. Is every is this movie worth watching minus the porn? Mm-hmm. Yes. And is the song haunting and, and catchy and... <laughs> And the best music I've ever heard in any pornography, and maybe top five songs I've ever heard in a Batman movie, and this includes "Kissed by a Rose." Top five songs I've maybe ever heard. Period. This song, you mean? Yeah. Really good. I I think it's worth watching the first five minutes of this movie. I think that that song and Batman riding down the hill is worth watching. Really, really good advice. Um. So let me call Chelsea. We're going to talk real quickly about uh, where this movie fits in on our big list of every Batman ever. I don't think it's going to be very high, but we'll we'll find out what Chelsea thinks. She's faking it. Hello. Hey, Chelsea. How's it going? It's going good. We're talking about where this Batman belongs on our big list of Batman. Well, I think he belongs on the bottom. Let's go over where the the bottom five Batman, who they were. Uh, Okay. At number 11, we've got Robert Lowry. From Batman and Robin, the 1949 serial. Uh-huh. Number 12, we've got No One. Then number 13, it's a tie between Lewis Wilson from the 1943 serial and uh, Joel, Joel Phillips from Batman TM. And then uh, 14 is Adam Pecoraro from Batman Night of Halloween. And then 15 is David Noble from The Disagreement. So you think he's worse than, than David Noble? Yes. Do you remember the disagreement? I do, and I hated that whole thing. But this is the only thing we've watched so far that I literally could not get through. It was so boring. And definitely the worst sex scene in any Batman we've watched. I think this is better than uh, Night of Halloween. I mean, even the, the costume is better than... Do you remember that costume? Where it's so baggy... Yeah, but this costume he wears his mask with the bathroom. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the and glasses. He has glasses. Yeah, and a and mustache. Uh, yeah, you're you're winning me over. There's no there's no fight scenes. Night of Halloween at least had some fight scenes. Not good fight scenes, but there was something. Right, and he has no like his car doesn't even work. The disagreement, though, didn't even have a bad costume at all. Yeah, but at least they had an interesting story. Did it? At least this made me laugh a few times. The disagreement didn't even do that. But did this make you laugh because it was supposed to or because of no. how bad it was? 
because of how bad it was. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, this goes in. What's this guy's name? Whatever his name is, uh, Mark Shannon goes in at number sixteen on our list of of Batman. Very bottom. He's the worst. He's really bad. Who's that? It was so bad. Who, Mark Shannon? This man. This man. Oh, I just wanted to make... I forgot his name was Mark Shannon. I agree. He was the worst Batman that I'd... Yeah. ...ever seen, because he is the antithesis of, 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 of who Batman is. This is like if, if, if a representation of Superman was just like a quadriplegic guy... Ba- a, quadri- a quadriplegic who, who like fell off a horse baby and yeah. like it was like if, if Superman was a, a guy who fell off a horse <laughs> quadriplegic and just spent all his time campaigning for quadriplegic rights it's be- better it, 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 it's like it's like if a if a representation of Superman was like a shriveled baby like remember like Benjamin Button at the end of the movie mm. or the beginning of the movie right either one of those if that was Superman, <laughs> that is pretty much what this Batman was for me. That's fair. He couldn't, also, hold, he couldn't hold on to a notebook. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But also, like, fighting crime is less his job in this than having sex is. And he is basically the sexual equivalent of the stuff the janitors put on top of vomit to dry it up so they can squeeze it away. <laughs> yeah, God, I... Like, I keep thinking we've hit the bottom of this list, and there's, there's just it can't get any worse, and then it gets worse. This is the only thing I haven't finished. Mm-hmm. I could watch all of those serials. I've seen a lot of porn mm. in my life. In college, my friends and I used to have parties. We would put porn on in the background and like casually watch it. Mm-hmm. This was terrible on a porn level, on a Batman level, on a movie level. On an Italian film level, on a I wanted to stab myself in the eye level, it was pretty good. It was not a good movie. All right, so I th- hated it. Do you recommend this movie, Chelsea? No. <laughs> or actually, no. This is who I recommend this movie to. Are you someone who has like crazy sexual urges, but you only want to like be like BTK or Ted Bunny and like murder out of a sexual like? Aggression. Mm. If so, then watch this movie because it's like a cold shower, but colder. <laughs> It'll make you never want to have sex again. All right, that's fair. Uh, Alana and I are going to take a break and watch a fan film real quick. Thanks for calling in, Chelsea. Hope you your back feels better. This Thank is the, you. This is the last time you're going to be on the the podcast this year. So uh, that's crazy. Yeah. But happy holidays, and we'll, we'll see you next year when we do Legends of the Superheroes. Yes, I'm so excited to be in person and to do it for real. Yeah. I'll watch it all the time. <laughs> okay. All right, sounds good. It was nice to meet you, Chelsea. Nice to meet you, too. I'll just, like, record with you in real life soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. All right, you want to take a break and watch a fan film? A fan film? Yeah. What does that mean? Just say yes, I'll explain. Sure.
Okay, we're back. We just watched a YouTube video called "Twas the Dark Night Before Christmas" by a YouTube user named Some Random Guy. Uh, Alon, what do you think? Where'd you find this, by the way? I found it on a, a site called BatmanFanFilms.com. It's got a list of like hundreds of Batman fan films. I wanted to do something. Uh, uh, this will be the last like normal episode we do for the year, so I wanted to get something Christmassy in for the end of the year. Which I thought, honestly, I thought it was really sweet just to give the, the, the people, uh, you know, listening a gist. This was a... Uh, it's like a stop motion animation. With action figures. Right. And it's told from the point of view of Alfred. Right. And it's it's written in, in rhyme. And actually, I thought it was written pretty well. Yeah, it really was. Um, it, it was similar to, it was definitely in, inspired by... The, uh, the No, The Night Before Christmas. The night is that? A, oh, you didn't get that. And all through the house, da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House. Hey, I'm Jewish. <laughs> the first thing I go to is the Raven. It was written in the same style, in the same, in the same. Is that the same meter? Meter. Uh, as I pondered, weak and weary. No, never mind. It wasn't. It was <laughs> the night before Christmas. It was just sing. It was just sing songy in the same way. Yeah. And I don't know why I was thinking about the Raven the whole time. Hmm. But I thought it was really sweet uh, and well written, and the, the you know it seemed it, it was very clear yes. that the person who made this put a lot of work into it. And Basically. I really appreciated that. I think more work got put into this five minute short than they than all those people combined put into the porno that we just talked about. One hundred percent. So the, basically the story of this unfair is... to say, honestly. <laughs> Batman tells... Or Alfred tells the story of Batman just having no Christmas spirit in poem form. And then Alfred goes to bed after... He, he suggests to, to Batman that Robin is having a party. He should go and Batman's kind of like, brah, humbug. And doesn't want to go to this. So Alfred goes to bed and then uh, he, he hears a noise. He looks out and he sees Santa on the roof. And then he runs down to tell Batman... And Santa's already inside the Batcave. And so he's, he's talking with Batman and trying to convince him that he needs to have more Christmas spirit. And Batman's kind of dismissive. He says, why? Well, I give all these, these gifts to people. I give food and clothing and money and all this to the needy. And um, Santa says, like, you know, I've never had to tell this to anyone, but sometimes it's better to receive than to give. And you're you're not helping anybody, or you're not giving face to face, and you're, you have no Christmas spirit. And... It, he starts kind of counseling Batman's PTSD and just going really into the Batman's parents' death and like I understand that you've you've been obsessed with this traumatic experience the last thirty years, but it's Christmas. That's something fundamentally true about Batman, isn't it? Is that just there is no guy. No, he's just not. He's not someone you would want at a party. And I and I I I was thinking about something just now. You you started saying that this is a podcast for. Everyone. Sure. Anyone who hates Batman. I mean, when we were doing the serials, and it's become a little bit different every episode. And is that is that when you see it, or is it... Because I know that you you love Batman. Yes. There is a Batman poster. There's a poster in your bathroom of Batman on the toilet. I'm looking at your bookcase right now, full of Batman stuff. You love Batman. Chelsea hates Batman. That's part of where that tagline came from. And after watching the serials, I kind of came around to evaluate my feelings about Batman. Sure. I'm, I'm hoping he'll get better as time goes on. As we well, maybe you guys will meet some. She did. She still hates him. I think she hates him more. I think this podcast is hardening her heart. 
But I think we've Honestly, got some. If you, I mean, if you if you go through those Michael Keaton movies and she's still not down, I think um, we've got some. Not know what to say. Increasingly good, and I think there's some amazing stuff coming up that I'm very. Up on the 1989 movie, the big yeah. budget movie, which I can't wait to see. Yeah, that's going to be coming up in a few more weeks. Um, but but with the 1996 Batman and Robin. Which everyone well, this is way better than most of what we watch. I'm sorry to correct you over here, but if I'm not mistaken, Batman Forever came out in 1996 or 1997, and Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman. Right. I'm, I'm looking at the our, our list, which you can see in the, the show notes. There's a link to it. Uh, Batman. God, my mind is blown. Yeah. Wowee. Yeah. That movie was. Sure. On this podcast. But getting back to this this fan film, uh, so Santa would show up at Robin's Christmas party, and there, there's this kind of throw says thanks Clark, and we I I think that Superman is, is Santa? Santa, which I honestly I love it. Or, or is Santa Superman? Or is I mean it's it's I kind of like it. That was kind of sweet. The idea that maybe Superman's pretending to be Santa. To well, what I don't understand, I mean, Superman cannot teleport. Right, <laughs> yeah. And he's also not a short, fat man. Hard to hide that frame, man. Yeah. Uh, these are action figures. It doesn't, it, it's not going to be that realistic. <laughs> yes, Daniel, but I want answers. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I think that's what it was, and that's that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it, it was sweet. It was sweet. It was, uh, honestly, the, the fan films we've watched for the the most part have been I, sh- I shouldn't say for the most part because there's the top I- I'm looking at our list of Batman right now the top two spots on the list are both fan films but then so are the bottom three Th- three of the bottom four I mean, are all fan films the, so these are passionate people you yeah. give them that extremely yeah. passionate people I think it's really cool the idea of people putting all this time and effort into something where they no going into it they're not going to make money off of this not many people are going to see it's just done out of love I think it's beautiful yeah that's super cool so Chelsea's not here I'm going to make the the decision the executive decision the executive decision I'm going to put a uh, random guy on the list at number seven uh, between super friends between him and Mora Monti from La Muer Musiolago so there we go Number seven on our list. Uh, Alon, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, you can see Danny and I at the West Beth Community Center this Sunday, which should be, let's see, that is Sunday, I believe, the 17th, if I'm not mistaken. No, nope, it's 18th. Sunday the 18th. You can see us at West Beth Community Center. Um, we're doing a, a comedy show. My friend Daiguro uh, has... A, a production company um, and they're putting on this show they're a really great group of people on there and they're working on a lot of really cool projects so we're going to do some comedy for uh, for folks and there are going to be cheap drinks and it's going to be a good time it's always a super warm uh, group of people and it's always always fun whenever they have a show and uh, you know if anyone listening either wants to try uh, some comedy or wants to come you know, check out some comedy for free. You can come to the Alligator Lounge every Thursday at seven for the uh, for the open mic. 
Uh, again, always a really warm, funny group of people. We all hang out afterwards. Uh, everyone is super great. Danny's there every week. We always have a really good time. And, and uh, it's always super fun watching him perform because he's fantastic. Oh, you're sweet. Alon is very funny. He, he hosts that mic. He, he is there every week as well. Um, I'm going to be at that show Alon mentioned. And then uh, on Friday, December 23rd, I'm going to be at Dangerfield's Comedy Club. Uh, gonna try and get some stuff. I'm going back home for Christmas. I'm gonna try and line up some stuff there, but I don't have anything definite yet. I will be in uh, Salem, Massachusetts, if you're around there on January 18th for the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. I'll be in at QED sometime in in January. I think the 18th, 17th, 18th. Um, other than that, go check out my my Facebook page if there's any shows that I I missed or. I come up later. They'll be on there. Friend me on Facebook. I will accept anyone's fr- face- Facebook <laughs> friendship. I don't care. I'm not picky. Uh, friend me on Twitter. Or follow me on Twitter. At Danny Rathbun. R-A-T-H-B-U-N. And if you want to uh, to follow Chelsea on Twitter, her handle is a mouthy broad. And uh, like and subscribe to the the podcast. You want to write us a review. It's a big help. It really helps people find us. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. We, we've gotten a, a pretty decent fan base going on. We'd love to expand it. If you enjoy this, please, please, please let people know about this. Alon, you doing good? Anything I left out? No. I think everything you just said was fantastic. Cool. And it was a real pleasure to be a part of this, and I had a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was great having you. We'd love to have you back. Maybe the next time we do porn, I oh, porn Batman. I'll be back. Yeah. So next week, uh, Chelsea is not going to be here for the rest of the year. We've got a, a couple bonus episodes coming out over the next few weeks. Um, the only thing definite I have, I don't want to plug anything that I'm, I'm not sure is going to happen, but definitely for sure next week, I'm covering The Shadow with Brandon Dome. That's a really funny, it's a terrible movie, but it's uh, going to be a really funny episode. Probably going to do Legend of Zorro sometime soon. Got a few other things, Catwoman coming up. Not totally certain about any of those, but they'll, they'll be coming along. Then in January, we'll come back with Legends of the Superheroes when Chelsea's back. Okay, uh, bye.